Hi, everybody. I hope you're having a good Friday. Welcome to this week's podcast of The Worship Life. I'm Chrissy Hutchings at ChrissyHutchings.com and The Worship Life. I'm going to talk to you this week about building your house. This podcast is really specifically for mamas. And so if you are a mom or you know somebody who is, I want you to share this podcast with them because it's really, really going to encourage them. This information that I'm going to share with you today is something that I didn't learn until my kids were grown and gone out of the house. Now, this might not be revelation to anybody else because a lot of years have passed since then. So you guys may have this information, but I want to share personally what God showed me about being a mom and how vital it is that we do not underestimate the impact of our mothering and our bringing up our children. Really, it's not just for the children. It's for dads. It's for the the generations to come. And I'm going to share that with you this week on The Worship Life. Hi, everybody, and thanks for tuning in today. We are talking about building your house. And like I said at the intro, this is really for mamas uh, to really um, give you some encouragement, help you really understand the uh, impact that your mothering is having on your family. And, you know, I think about my children often. Uh, actually, if you're like me, as often as I take a breath or have a heartbeat, they are in my thoughts and prayers like breathing. Uh, it's impossible for me to think of my life without them. And I think most moms are in that place. You really can't separate a mother from her children. And let me just put a little tidbit in here right now. If you want to distance your wife from you, do something to hurt her children. And that's what you'll do. Anytime that a woman's children are rejected, it's a rejection to her. Look, are there any moms out there that can say amen to that? It doesn't mean that we can't discipline our children or allow husbands to discipline our children. That's what they're there for. But if there's any kind of offense that comes against the children from anybody, moms, are really, really going to be very personally impacted by that. So that's just kind of a freebie for the dads out there and the other people that are listening. And, you know, moms are like fierce mama bears when uh, their babies are threatened. And I raised three children, a daughter and twin sons. And yes, I survived. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It was the greatest honor that I ever had to raise those three babies. And even though they're all grown up now in their 30s, they're still my babies. And they have lives of their own. The relationships that we built between us since conception can never be severed. Can another mama say amen to that? Relationship that's built through kissing a boo-boo or calming a fear, wiping a tear, changing a diaper. Yes, Even that, you know, cheering a potty victory, 
binding a wound, serving a meal, even something as simple as reading a bedtime story, which I loved doing that when my kids were small. And being there for them when they're teenagers, really listening to them. Uh, the teenage years, look, they were really rough. And I think part of that was because I was not prepared for the challenge of it. It wasn't just the age. It was the fact that my children were growing into adults and they were developing beliefs of their own. They were developing opinions of their own. And the worst thing that a parent can do with a teenager is really shut them down and not listen to them. You know, even correcting a mistake and forgiving a hurt, all of these and so much more build the relationships we have with our kids. If you're barking orders at your kid from the time they get up in the morning to the time they go to bed at night, that's not going to build a relationship. And if you're doing that between the ages of zero and say 13, and then at 13, you decide to really get involved in your kids' lives, one of the things that will really wound a child is if you have no interest in them as a person and you're saying, do your homework, make your bed, do the dishes, do the laundry, take out the trash, put your bicycle away and yada, yada, yada. And it's really easy as moms to do that because what is our job? Our job is to manage the household. And a lot of times we can begin to manage our children instead of having relationship with them. It may seem like a never-ending task, and truly they are, but if we really start to think of them as ways we build relationship and trust with our children, we'll begin to approach these menial tasks with more purpose and intent. And that's what I'm talking about instead of barking an order. Yeah, you know, my vantage point is very clear now than you moms that are in the thick of poopy diapers and homework and uh, soccer practice, but you can still glean from it, apply it to where you are now. Uh, let me start with this story that just totally revolutionized uh, my life. One day I was going about my chores here at the house, and this was after my kids were all grown and gone, and I heard in my heart, just as Leah and Rachel built the house of Israel, you are building the house of Hutchings. <laughs> Wow, you know, talk about epic. And if anybody knows me, they know I am all about epic. Uh, I ran across that scripture once in Ruth. And I want to read that to you because it is so revolutionary. Uh, Rachel and Leah both were wives of Jacob, uh, who later their children became the nation of Israel. The scriptures logged their childbearing uh, wars and years, but I never thought of myself in such a light. And that's in Genesis 29, revealing their story. But in Ruth, uh, what's happening here in the context of the scripture is, if anybody's heard the story of Ruth and Boaz, well, Boaz had uh, redeemed Ruth and they were married now and people were speaking a blessing over them. And it says in Ruth 4, verse 11, And all the people were at the gate, and the elders said, We are witnesses. The Lord make the woman who is coming into your house, speaking of Ruth to Boaz, like Rachel and Leah, the two who built 
the house of Israel. And may you prosper in Ephrathah and be famous in Bethlehem. May your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah because of the offspring which the Lord will give you from this woman. Now, let me tell you something. The women's lib movement, and I was all for it back in the 70s, but let me tell you, it really messed us up as women because it really devalued our role as mothers, not just mothers, as child bearers. You know, it was a negative connotation to be barefoot and pregnant, you know, but when you think about it, look, you're building a nation. You're building a house. When you look at your generation alone, you moms, I'm talking to y'all out there that may have young children at home. You know, when you grow up and you come to the age where you're going to transition from this life to the heavenly life, your children's lives are going to go on. Your grandchildren's lives are going to go on. And if you're blessed enough to live long enough to see grandchildren and great-grandchildren, this is going to become more of a reality to you that you're not just building your current household, you're building your children's households, you're building your grandchildren's households, and on and on and on. When you look at the nation of Israel, and when we go back into the history, we can see that Jacob, you know, had sons and, uh, you know, they were the 12 sons and uh, Joseph was there and Benjamin was there. These are the children that became the tribes of Israel and all their household and all their families. And the thing is, our, the way we do life now is not, doesn't allow us to see these kinds of things. But you go to these countries where everybody's living together and they're living with all the generations and they see the generations rise up and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, you begin to see the legacy of your own household. And let me tell you, if I had seen this truth when I was raising my children, I might have done things a whole lot different. Now, we're all going to make mistakes as moms. You're going to make mistakes every day. Look, our kids don't come with a manual. And here's the thing. Let me just set you at rest right now. You can't know what you don't know. And a lot of what you don't know, you can't know. <laughs> I know that's kind of a little brain twister there, but you have to cut yourself some slack. You've not been a mom before. Your kid hasn't been five years old and 10 years old and 12 years old. I know what it's like to raise a 12-year-old now because my kids are grown and they're all out of the house and I've already raised a 12-year-old. But if your child has just turned 12, guess what? You don't know how to raise a 12-year-old because you're doing it right now. You might say, my, my child is a teenager and you might say, hey, you know, the toddler, for me, let me tell you, the toddler years was a piece of cake, according to what I dealt with as teenagers. And that might have been just my temperament, maybe your temperament. Uh, the toddler years are ripping your hair out, you know, but the teenage years may be a piece of cake for you. Whatever the case, we're going to make mistakes. So let that be a given every day when you wake up. Now, we're not going to try to make mistakes. I think a lot of times, and here's another piece of wisdom too. In our 
trying not to make mistakes, that's a mistake. <laughs> Let me say that again. If you wake up every day trying really hard not to make a mistake, that's a mistake. What you have to do is wake up every day and just live your life and love your kids. Have relationship with them. Have fun with them. Yes, you've got to clean the house. Yes, you've got to do the dishes. But look, take it from somebody who's been there. Those dishes will be there tomorrow. You'll never get back those moments where you can build your children and you can build things into them. Relationship is the greatest gift you can give to your children and to your family. Let me say that again. Relationship is the greatest gift that you can give to your children. I thought, you know, um, that my kids are all grown and gone. You know, my building days are over. And this is a word there for you moms that you've already raised your children. And in that second, going back to the story where that that scripture came to my heart. In that second, every moment I had spent raising my children came to mind and my heart was flooded with purpose. As my eyes were flooded with tears right there in the middle of those chores, I broke down and wept like a baby as the Lord revealed to me all the things that had been accomplished in building my house. Leah and Rachel weren't just for breeding. Although I have to confess, when I first read Genesis 29, I kind of thought of that. But I saw that beyond giving birth, they had to raise them, nurture them, teach them, train them, discipline them, feed them, love them, and the list goes on and on. It is these things that build our homes and the legacy of our families, generation after generation. And it is those things that actually build a nation. And even though my children are grown and they're out of the house, they have families of their own, I can still build my children. I can still build the house of Hutchings. Uh, and I'm sure that when, when Leah and Rachel were building their house, they didn't see uh, this epic outcome. They saw the daily tasks that as they remained faithful to built those 12 children that became a great nation of Israel and generations we see to this day. And you know what? You're doing the same. We may not live to see those future generations, but we can invest in them through our children, leaving a mark in the future that bears the faithfulness of our commitment today. Look, these tasks, these things that you're doing, they're mundane. Yes, Sometimes they're overwhelming because they seem to never end. Look, let me just tell you this little secret. You ain't never going to finish your laundry, girl. It's not ever going to get done. It might get done for maybe an afternoon, <laughs> but guess what? As soon as night comes, you got a whole load of laundry there. So don't worry about perfection. Be more concerned with relational living with your children I want to also let you know about an impact regarding legacy. And this was just, oh my goodness, uh, just an amazing thing that came to me as I was reading uh, a book uh, by a great Christian uh, female author. And she talked in that book 
about the decisions that Abraham and Sarah made with their children, with Isaac, from that moment that they lived in, were actually building something that their future generations were going to walk in. The promise that God gave to Abraham about Isaac and the and the and the the command that he was given to stand in faith was actually something that he was performing in the present that would show up in the future. I remember as I was laying in bed one morning really feeling sorry for myself because my kids were grown and gone and I was experiencing a lot of physical issues and I thought, you know, my life is over. What kind of impact can I possibly have? My kids are grown up. They're gone. You know, we have relationship. One of my children lives here locally with me, but the other two live about two hours away, which is not not bad. <clears throat> but I thought, what purpose am I serving? And the Lord showed me this from this book that I was reading, that every decision that I'm making right now is going to be a ground that the future generations of my household will walk and live in. You know, when Abraham trusted God to to conceive Isaac, that simple act of faith laid the groundwork for the nation that is now Israel. I mean, come on, think of that. And you as a mom, are doing the exact same thing right now. You know, the feelings we have during pregnancy, no, not the nausea and indigestion, um, or if awaiting an adoption, the nesting, the dreaming, the preparing, all go beyond the giving birth. We're building the future in our hearts before we ever see our children with our eyes or hold them in our arms. Our hearts are seeing the legacy of our families and culture through these children God blesses us with, whether through birth or adoption. Look, mom, you are building the nation. Our kids might be going to public school and doing all these other things, but guess what? And don't you dare believe that society is going to speak louder to your child's heart than you are. Because let me tell you what, you might not see it while you're there right now, but my children are old enough right now to where I can see that I, me and their dad were the greatest influences in their life. And our hearts still speak to them today. Now you might be raising teenagers right now and think, oh yeah, sure. Right. My kids don't want to hear what I have to say, and they're being influenced by their friends and all these different things. Yes, they are. But let me tell you what, the power of a mother and the power of a father's voice in a child never, ever leaves them. That's why we have to make very, very certain that our the voice that we're speaking into their life is something that's building them and not tearing them down. Look, you're going to have moments where you're going to want to pull your hair out and their hair out too, where you're not going to want to say something nice to them. And I would really recommend that when that happens to you, that you close your lip and go into another room immediately and speak that out. If you got to pray out your complaint to God, my life was forever changed by this revelation. 
And I had always placed an extreme value and purpose on my children, but now I saw me, my purpose and value as mother change. My purpose and value for what I was doing, not as a mother who's perfect or who has it all together or a Proverbs 31 woman, and I'm not bashing the Proverbs 31 woman, but you know, as Christian women, we're always wanting to go there. But simply the woman that God chose to raise these beautiful children, the woman who just showed up every day, every enduring moment when I pressed on instead of giving up. Look, child rearing is hard and beautiful, ugly and redemptive, exhausting and exhilarating. It's painful and it's hopeful. It's full of regrets and full of joy. It's the realizing of dreams and the death of other dreams. It's the loss of what we thought it was supposed to be, this for you moms whose kids are grown, and the embracing of what actually is or what actually was. I share this with you so that you as mom, you as woman, can see the tremendous value upon you and in you. A value our culture has reduced to the point of genocide and seeks to redefine, in my opinion, under the guise of civil liberties. The great legacy that we've been chosen to build is not about inheritance of money or property, but the legacy of life, love, and faithfulness. I share this so that when it gets routine, boring, and thankless, you will press on and build the house of, insert your name here, women the bottom line is, without you, the legacy, lineage, and future of our nation dies. And just as a side note, by no means does this uh, let make less significant than the rest. When marriage, as a side note, by no means less significant than the rest. When marriage is redefined, legacy and lineage die and future generations are cut off. That is the danger in redefining marriage. This is a side note. It's not a religious fight, but a fight for life itself. Amen. This, let me tell you, revolutionized my whole life as a mom. And you know, I don't know where you're at today. You may have a wayward child. You may have a teenager that's run off and got in with the wrong crowd and they're doing drugs and Lord knows what else. But that's the point. God knows. And if you reach out to them, love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13. Love never fails. And sometimes it's got to be tough love. But realize this. That all of the tasks that you're performing every day that seem to never end and that seem to be thankless are serving a purpose. And that purpose is creating the legacy, building your house. Now, how does that make you feel? Right now, what I want you to say is my name is and fill in the blank. And I am building the house of 
whatever your last name is there. My name is Chrissy, and I am building the House of Hutchings. Now, if that's not epic, girl, I don't know what is. And I really want to encourage you today as moms, go out, know that every moment counts. Know that every touch on the face of your child, every kiss on the cheek or kiss on the lips or pat on the head or hug or nurture or holding them in your arms, even when the little boys and little girls become teenagers and are like, oh, mom, don't ever stop hugging them. I mean, don't embarrass them and humiliate them, but don't ever stop hugging them. Don't ever stop kissing them. Don't ever stop giving them affection and letting them know how important and valuable they are. And let me tell you, when you build those kinds of relationships with your children and you discipline them at the same time, you've got to let those kids know that there is such a thing as respecting mom. If the kids don't respect mom, hey, that's not a good thing. That doesn't help build strong relationships. But I want to encourage you today as moms, go out there, make it a great day. And don't forget that you're building your house, not just your house, but the nation. We want you to go out and make it a great Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in today to The Worship Life. I really want to hear your comments. Really would love to hear how the podcast is impacting your life. Please make sure you subscribe so that every week when the podcast is created, it'll go straight into whatever form that you use, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Google Play Music. I'm also up on Buzzsprout, working on getting on Spotify, and we'll let you guys know when that happens. But whatever uh, one of those apps that you use, this podcast will go straight to you if you subscribe, and that way you can get it every single week. And I want to thank you so much for your support and supporting ChrissyHutchings.com. One of the things that I also want to let you know as moms here, and this is a really good thing for you, um, I've created, uh, many of you might know, I've created the Beautiful You Project, which really started as um, some poems and song lyrics and articles that I was writing about healing from shame. Stop hiding and show up for your life. And that means as a mom too. And uh, one of the things that I am doing, God willing, is writing a book, which is going to be a devotional based on those journal entries that I've posted on some of my uh, blog posts regarding that healing process that the Lord took me through. And what I've done is created a way that you can start receiving those weekly devotions straight into your inbox. And it's totally free. So if you are interested in receiving those, they're really, really good for you. We'll help you out as a mom and as a woman, help to build you as a woman. You can go to ChrissyHutchings.com and scroll down just a teensy bit on that front page. And there'll be a video there that tells you all about it and a place where you can sign up. If you sign up to receive those uh, devotionals, they'll come straight into your inbox every week and they will help to build you and help to walk you through a healing process uh, from shame and, and other things. You know, again, those things are also mistakes and failures that have come into our life that bring shame into our life. Um, maybe you've been abused as a young girl 
uh, in any kind of way. And those things can really have an impact on our soul to where our self-worth is really, really jacked up. So I want to encourage you to get that. I want to encourage you to go in there and subscribe to that. Again, it's totally, absolutely free. And actually, this is your sneak peek into what the book is actually going to contain once that comes out. So I want you to avail yourself again. Go over to ChrissyHutchings.com and sign up to receive those today. Let me pray for you before we go today. Father, I thank you for these moms, these women these troops and warriors, God, that you have assembled to raise your children, to raise the children that are the children of this nation, the children that are going to become the future of our nation. I thank you for their tenacity. I thank you. God, I ask you to forge in them um, a sense of worth, a sense of purpose, a sense of their divine purpose in raising their children, not just raising their children, giving birth and bringing those lives into this earth. I ask you to forge that in them. I ask you that you would encourage them. I ask you that you would strengthen them. Father, that if there's any out there that are discouraged today, that Father, you would speak to their hearts through this podcast, through your spirit, through your word, and let them know that they are a prize and a joy to your heart, Father, as daughters first, and then daughters that you've chosen to raise the generations of your kingdom, Father. I thank you for that. I bless them in Jesus' name. Thanks again so much for for listening in today. Again, make sure you give us a comment. Make sure you give us a thumbs up uh, as we do put the podcast on YouTube also. But um, make sure that you're sharing this with, hey, if you know a mom that really needs to hear this today, share this with her. You can share it through Facebook. You can share it through Twitter and uh, all these different uh, modes of social media. Have a great day. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time here on The Worship Life.